Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, so let's get straight into it. And there, there's there's quite a lot happening. Um, so without further ado, if we could start as we always do with our risk warning, just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. Uh, good morning, guys. Hope you're all keeping well. Let's see what today brings. Okay, so all profitable traders, you need to make some decisions regarding these are pretty sort of basic things, really. Um, and be decisive in your decision making. What markets are you trading? And more importantly, why are you trading those markets? Uh, where do you want to enter those markets from a consistency perspective? If you have a means in which you can get in consistently, that will really help you. Um, where do you want to exit when you get into that trade? Um, what, what level are you using? in terms of a stop loss and um, why are you using that particular level? We use technical levels. So we let the market determine where we place a stop loss. It's not like a one size fits all approach. Um, how to manage each trade, uh, sorry, how to manage risk. Hopefully you'll predetermine a percentage of your capital that you're willing to trade per trade. Um, and you can do that in advance of getting into any particular market and try and be again, quite disciplined in that. Um, and then trade management, you know, looking to manage that trade over a period of time is, is very important. When do you make the decisions to mitigate risk? When do you make decisions to look to book in profit? Um, trade psychology, all very important facets. You've got market psychology. You've also got your own psychology when you get to your trading desks. And it's all about the decisions that you make. Um, that's, that's, the, that's, the key. that's the key to this. Um, this slide trading was designed to prepare you for today's trading opportunities, of course. Um, we do address these considerations live every day in our live trade room, all these facets. And we're strong advocates of being consistent. If you're erratic with your decision making, you'll have erratic results. Be disciplined with your capital if you possibly, well, it's essential that you're disciplined with your capital and be patient. And it doesn't matter how much capital you're trading with, whether it's, you know, $2,000 or $20,000 or you know, $50,000, it makes no difference. The whole process is exactly the same. Okay, so let's start with a little review of this potential market moving news. Um, okay, so quite a, a, a hectic day yesterday. Um, not, not for any of these particular reasons, uh, more of a macro development. Uh, again, sort of central bank intervention, which is something we're saying a lot in the last couple of weeks. You know, we're having these central banks needing to intervene. They're not quite happy with what's happening, what some of the backdrops, um, and they're intervening to try and, um, you know, put a floor under whatever they're looking to achieve. So we saw the same yesterday from the Bank of England. Last week, of course, we had the, the Bank of Japan saying that they're going to be intervening in, in terms of buying the yen. Um, yesterday, we had um, the Bank of England announce uh, longer term bond buying again. So it's a form of uh, quantitative easing. Um, as a result, we saw UK gilt yields um, soften quite considerably. Um, if you look at it on a historical basis, um, and we saw markets really turn around quite sharpish, um, ignore, ignoring all the other fundamentals. And it was a bit of a, a technical relief rally yesterday. Um, 
by no means do we think that's kind of a structural move. It's it seems to be a very positive response to the Bank of England. Um, so we did hear from Jerome Powell, no sort of massive move really. In fact, prices were until the, uh, the Bank of England kicked in, uh, prices were, were squeezing lower. That was certainly our expectations. So um, we're hearing an awful lot about the, the, the volatility that was created yesterday with uh, many, many traders booking in profits on those sell trades um, and stop losses hit and things like that. So uh, a really tough trading day. Now our approach was we only got into two trades um, and they were both uh, very, very small size. So um, we our combined exposure to the markets was less than 1%. We were very comfortable with that. We took two losing trades, um, but we, uh, because we, we were looking to go with the market condition, which was to the downside and this intervention came in and sort of turned everything around, which we were not really overly surprised about, to be fair. Okay, so yesterday, nothing of any major, major concern. We were hearing from a few central bankers. Uh, now today, anyone trading the, the, the Canadian dollar, just be mindful, you've got GDP numbers, um, expected to come in um, marginally negative on a year by year basis. Um, for the last two years now, we've been flatlining pretty much from a a growth perspective. And this is what we're seeing across the board. We're seeing high inflation, low growth. And that's that's what stagflation actually is. So it's trying to get these economies out of that stagflation. It looks like that's what's going to be the, the problem. Um, and then today as well, later on today, we'll be hearing from the, the governor of the RBNZ uh, participate in a panel discussion titled Maintaining Central Bank Independence in the Face of Fiscal Dominance, uh, Risk, Expanding Central Bank Mandates and Other Challenges. Yeah, an interesting, probably an interesting topic, very, very important if you if you look at what the BOJ and the BOE are now doing with intervention. You know, the markets are supposed to decide they're, they're really strong advocates of market forces and letting them decide. But if the markets react in a way in which makes, makes things difficult, then these central banks intervene. So should, should they, um, to try and put flaws, artificial flaws under prices. And we know what happened for, you know, with all the quantitative easing for the last 12, 13 years, um, we, we saw some massive moves in, in markets, but it, it very much from a, uh, an artificial perspective. So worth taking note. Um, and then tomorrow, we don't have anything of any major concern. Um, I, I suppose, apart from this one particular event here, which is called PCE, this is what the Fed look at in terms of what's likely to guide their rate hikes. Um, so it's it's a, it's a small event, but it's quite an important one. And the Fed have relentless um, focus on the, the PCE numbers. So it'll be interesting to see. And if we just have a look, we'll kind of preempt. You know, we're looking at a, if you look at it month on month, um, it would be, if we came in at 0 0.5, which is the expectation, that would be pretty bad news. Um, purely because 
last time it was 0.1 so it looked like maybe inflation softening if we get another 0.5 or even worse than that you know we're in the two or three highest um cpe numbers so it would just drive home the point that perhaps this this inflation story is not finished yet daylight saving over the weekend in australia for those of you that need to know that and it's bank holiday on friday tomorrow as well in, in canada okay so we just have to apply these market fundamentals and um, just share what's happening with these markets so so this is the this is the blowout from yesterday pretty much this is the uh, strong reversal it's not quite a bullish engulfing candlestick but it's uh it was still quite dominant you know we took out key levels and, and i think that's the important part now today we've opened up and we've just softened um and we are still we are actually in this trade to the downside we, we got an opportunity to get into that so um there's really no reason why we couldn't continue to look for further downside moves in these markets um we just put these important levels in we're still with the dow jones we're still below that monthly level which is which is quite important uh, when we get new lows we're not quite below those levels just yet so again it's it's the s p and the uh the, the dow just have a quick look at these other ones so we had a bit of um, a rally yesterday still really above the 70 79 would be more of um a buying price for this market rather than just trading above and below previous monthly lows Um, yen all looking quite negative still maintained you know we still have bitcoin above that eighteen thousand dollar level which is really very very important for this market okay so we can certainly look at we'll just put the the S&P um, so S&P looking to the downside you see we were looking for downside moves yesterday um, before we got the big blowout from the Bank of England so we just have to take that on the chin and uh, but we're still looking for further downside as well so 30 36 86 which is a daily low it's an intraday low um, and the Dow is the 29,462. Um, oil. So again, we had, we had really strong price action yesterday. We're running into strong resistance in oil. Um, the backdrop behind oil is, is a bit of a, a complicated one. So if in doubt maybe stay out and we'll probably at that phase as things stand like technically it's a decent sell trade but um 
you know, things are, are shifting quite quickly. So we've had a, a reversal in gold as well, a bit of a blowout. We, we were making new lows yesterday and then we start to see this, this, this sort of technical reversal trade kick in across the board. Um, and um, what it's fueled is a little bit further selling. Let's see how genuine this selling is. We'll stick with the indices, I guess. So moving on to, it's interesting to see kind of where we're at with, with markets like the pound, because we, we, as you may know, we've been, we've been tracking the pound to see if we're going to get another leg lower. And although we were at that point yesterday before the, the massive reversal, um, you can see the highs here. You can see the, you can see this little high and at the beginning of the week, we were suggesting if we were able to get above the 157.20, it would, you know, there'd be a decent move, you know, further higher. Um, and we failed to get that move just yet. So it's a sideways moving market really at this point. And uh, that's the problem basically with this trade. So it's a sideways moving market still. And it's the same situation really uh, for the, 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 the pound dollar. So looking at those highs, these are quite important levels. So the same situation for the pound, we're in this little very strong sideways moving pattern. So we're in consolidation, that's the important thing to take. And this was your breakout trade to the downside. Um, we would we would probably get into a move like this probably nine out of ten times and unfortunately on this case we took a small loss um but you can see that this is the importance of a stop loss you know trading without a stop loss just would have exposed you know considerably more more capital than we probably would have anticipated so putting a stop loss in place reducing down your trade size all very important things to do during these very very volatile market conditions right okay um so uh so we've got potentially bearish markets yet again uh, in terms of risk sentiment the oil and gold markets need to see a little bit more we need to see a little bit more from the pound kind of hard to to get into this trade uh, in either direction just yet there's the strong reversal yesterday made marginal new lows before reversing breaking new highs stopping people out uh, across the board it was a day of stop loss hunting yesterday and it just fueled the, the trend to the upside but this is the this is the key you see all the structural problems and concerns for these markets rolling lower are still in place so that's why we um but we're comfortable looking for selling opportunities, except we can do so now at a much higher price, 96.55. So we, maybe the euro dollar. So the pound yen is kind of reacting. This is our kind of hedge trade. We've got the, the dollar yen to the downside and we have uh, the, the S&P to the downside as well. So, um, it's still kind of this hedge trade. 
Um, we've still got our, our technical stop loss just above these these recent highs, so that's where it's going to stay for now, and we'll see what happens. We might need to keep the dollar yen way beyond, you know, where is necessary. Um, dollar Swiss, strong pullback below these recent highs. So this is your blowout from yesterday again, the, the weakening. So really, there's just more appetite really for the the dollar yet again. So we've got some Canadian dollar news today. So um, the Aussie dollar. Do the dollar, the dollar, or the New Zealand. Let's go with the Aussie. The uh, 64.53. 64.53. Okay, so we're still very um, risk off, very dollar centric. Um, it's where the opportunities are really so let's uh let's put these in excuse me i've got um got a watery eye for whatever reason apologies okay so um market summary then risk off market conditions that very much stays uh, as is but look what's happening we've got an opportunity to sell the s p at a, at a higher price from yesterday. So yesterday we were looking at 36.22 and we did get moves lower, but we then saw that reversal kick in yesterday afternoon at 36.86, 36.86. So we're now sort of 60, 60 points higher looking for that same sell opportunity. Similar situation, Dow Jones. Yesterday we were looking to sell below 28.976. Because of that reversal we saw yesterday, now we're looking to sell um 500 points higher 29462 29462 okay euro dollar next again yesterday you see this is the when we get moves like we've seen yesterday if if something structural changes we could probably be looking for buy trades and break above the highs but still the the outlook is looking really quite poor so um we're now again looking to to sell the euro dollar except um instead of looking for a sell trade at 95.54 we're now 100 points higher 96.55 100 pips higher and yeah the pound we're going to just take a bit of a, a breather and a, a bit of a pause on um we put the aussie dollar to the sell Low today's current low price of the 64.83. Okay, so this is our trade plan. Then we're still looking for uh, risk off market conditions. That's the overall sort of fundamental understanding in terms of what we're looking to trade. So hopefully that makes it a little bit clearer for you. Just posted it there now into the chat box. So we are looking for selling opportunities in, in the S&P 500 below the 36.86 level, which is today's current lows. The Dow, we're looking to sell below the 
462 level. Uh, the euro dollar looking to sell below the 96.55 and the Aussie dollar looking to sell below the 64.83. So that's going to take our focus for the day. We have a mean of reducing down of 16 markets down into sort of four, five, six trades. Today we've got four to look at um, and we're comfortable focusing more so on these. There's, there's, um, there's the risk off equity sell trades along with uh, dollar buy trades. Um, not too sophisticated, very straightforward and um, obviously correlated markets as well. So um, we'll see how many of these we can get into now over the course of the trading day. Um, so that's where our trade plan, our, sorry, our, our live trade rooms come in where we can apply that in, in a very coherent manner. Uh, any questions, uh, feel free to post them, of course. Look, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we trade these markets, as you probably know, uh, live every day from 8 a.m. for the European session for about an hour and a half. And then again at for 12.45 p.m. UK time for our U.S. trading session, again for an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, whatever's really required depending on the day so we want to capitalize on those the influx of capital that's coming into these markets at these times these are market opens they're quite important phases for these markets every day um, and uh, for more information just go to livetrader.com and we'll uh, we can you can contact us through our website uh, okay so listen on that note guys thanks very much for joining us uh, We'll be back again tomorrow, of course. So from everyone here, uh, we'll switch across to our live trade rooms now. We'll see you on the other side, guys. Those of you that can join us. Great stuff. For everyone here, take care, guys. Bye for now. Bye-bye.